0: All-Time Mr. Podcast, where you have yours truly, Little B at Bonelli Sports, Chris, a.k.a. Hater at SuperCharge33, and Tyler at T underscore Dement. Thank you for joining us. We have a jam-packed slate for you this week. Uh, let's go ahead and bring it in because, um, guys, what the hell happened to every team in the NFL because apparently the injury bug was out in full force. Just to name a few, TJ Watt, not serious, Bradley Chubb, Jar- Jarvis Landry, Carson Wentz, Tua also doesn't seem to be too serious. Andy Dalton, Niners lose two running backs. Brandon Ingram is out. I've also read uh, read that uh, 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 Brooks for the Philadelphia Eagles is out for the rest of the year. Boy,
1: uh, on. Right, right. we got the MVP candidate, Tyron Taylor.
0: Tyrod Taylor <laughs> injured. James Oso's Slaughtery, the tight end <laughs> for the Jaguars, to miss time. Josie Duell is done for the year for the Denver Broncos. I mean – Tyson Alalu. Tyson injured for the yeah. I mean, the Bronx, I mean, the NFL had a massive injury bug and no team was safe because every game you watched, there was at least somebody at some point going down with the injury. Luckily, not a lot were too serious. There was nothing like you know crazy, crazy, you know, like Alex Smith injuries. Ho- luckily, but there was definitely a lot of injuries for a lot of teams. I mean, I think I mean, even didn't Joe Burrow get hurt for a second? No, there, no don't be
2: okay.
0: on. I don't trust it, but no, bingos, how he the was getting.
2: Bengals are one of the only. Bengals are one of the only teams that made it out without injuries yesterday. So, <laughs>
1: hey, no, no, not on wood, not on wood.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it was ridiculous. Injury bugs were everywhere. Glad to see there was no uh, major injury. About
1: Derek Carr.
0: Derek Carr, there it is. Thank you, Derek Carr. Got hurt for a little bit. I mean. A lot of quarterbacks got hurt. Derek Carr got hurt. Tyrod Taylor, as we said, to uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, at this point, Wentz, Andy guys, Andy Dalton. Can we just <laughs> say, like, is Wentz just an injury play, player now? I think it's safe to say that Wentz is always going to miss games in time. I mean, he's he hasn't been healthy for a whole season for a very long time.
2: Yeah. I run know. Run.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, not there's mean, not much more. Do.
2: The dude has two sprained ankles, for God's sake. So, and apparently one of them is apparently more serious than the other. So, like this week, well, apparently you... they said is in jeopardy. So, yeah, I bet. Well, did
0: you see him? Like everybody wanted to say he wasn't the future for the Colts. Fuck, he was playing like it until he got his injury. He was juking everybody out of their shoes. It looked like the old Carson yeah, Wentz in. there for a second.
1: Yeah, I'm so sad. Yeah. This is like the Carson Wentz at at North, northern uh, uh, not states, but you, you know, know injured all time. That's that's the thing.
2: You know, I gotta say this. Like, like if you just just think about it, because like the rate that his career is going, like I feel like when he ends up calling it quits, which probably won't be on his, unfortunately, I feel yeah. like we're gonna. He's gonna be one of those classic guys where we're like, what if? You know? Oh, Everyone very much has so. Guys in every sports. You know, Brandon Rui in the NBA, you know, I feel like he's going to be one of those classic guys, like, wow, he would have had a great career had he just not been injured all the time. I feel like like he's destined for that kind of, um, oh, like, statement, so. you know, when his career goes
0: Yeah, I mean, MVP season, gets injury, his backup wins the Super Bowl, and he can never recover from that major injury. He just always does something to find himself on the IR. It sucks to see. And can I just say one thing? I know my the Derek Carr got hurt. But the dude came back and played, and then my boy has like I've been hated on every year for my Raiders love. Last year you guys hated on me for my Raiders love. This year you hey, hated on me for my Raiders
1: love. you were one year to the party. you were one year to the party. And last year, Derek Carr, been
0: Yeah, I'm just saying Derek Carr is also playing really well. Let's see if he can keep it up. That's also, all I can say.
1: The Steelers are who thought they were.
0: Yeah, it's exactly who we thought they were. That's what I expect from them all season. As well as the Eagles jumping a whole seven. <laughs> the Detroit Lions were allowed to were able to put up like 30 points on the Niners. And the fucking Eagles put up
1: seven. Hey, Ouch. Hey. That is also very true.
0: But speaking yeah. of games and everything, let's go ahead and move it on. To uh Monday night football predictions. It is six forty-three Eastern Standard Time. So the football game's about and two hours away from uh, this current moment. I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, can we just please say, come on, let's not do a performance that we did last week. But uh let's go ahead and do some predictions here. We got the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm gonna wait and go last because I'm just curious what my counterparts have to say here. So I'm gonna go ahead and let Tyler jump in and go first and give his predictions for Monday Night Football.
2: Yeah, um, I, I think that this right here is like probably the um the best um you know opponent maybe you can ask for if you're the Packers after coming off of like a complete like just shit show. I mean, they yeah. get to play a division opponent who they own for the most part. At home, um, I mean, I'm expecting the Packers to just completely unload on them tonight. I mean, the Lions aren't good, and I don't think anyone really thinks they will be. Um, I, I think the Packers are just going to take them behind the old woodshed. Forty-one um, seventeen, Green Bay tonight. Who's your MVP of the game? Um, I mean, I curious, guess it'll indeed. be a split. Be- I, I, I guess it'll be a split between Adams or Rogers because um, I. I mean, honestly, I think Rodgers will go for 350 and four tonight. But if, if if Adams gets, you know, two of them touchdowns and 150, 200, you never know, you know. So it'll be one of those. I need that. Sure. I need that. I need 30 points from Adams.
0: I am the side. Right, just quick side story. Sorry, sorry. Fantasy home league, fantasy league. Back to back weeks. I am the second highest scoring person in my league and I lose. I lost week one to the number one, and I'm gonna lose to the number one this week if Adams does not go off. For th- all I gotta say, is my team is a lot better than Owens, but I need Adams to go off for what Tyler just said. Two and one fifty and two, please and thank you. All right, Chris, what do you have for tonight's predictions?
1: Well, no, not that. It is not last week with the against the Niners, but. But, I'm going to know what that is. <laughs> that in, in, the tech, the in, this is a wood like game, like like Tyler said. I'll tell you that was 7-5-14, and I, I'm not that, that they get a early, oh, they get a late. Oh, late, fourth quarter push. Yeah, some kind of something. Yeah. So, I, I agree, agree
0: with
1: you. Robert your... Tanyan. Robert all right. I like and it. My MVP,
0: I like it. So things that probably some fans don't know, in, or I'm, Green Bay Packers fans know, but you guys might not know, is Z'Darrius Smith, the Green Bay Packers' fantastic edge rusher, is been has been put on the IR. He will be missing three weeks, so he will not be active this week. So it will be the Rashawn Gary Preston Smith show. We signed a guy, off, like Ladevian like, Hutchinson or something, it was his name, off the Atlanta Falcons uh practice squad he is an edge rusher as well and we signed him to the 53 man roster for the Zadarius Smith's move. So that is gonna hurt not having Zadarius. Our edge rushing is kind of weak and now we only really have two guys. We have really no depth. So I'm curious to see what happens there. Um I'm I'm expecting a big game from Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary actually balled out week one. I mean I know it's hard to say that when you got beat like they did, but Rashawn Gary was the only guy persistently getting to the quarterback. So uh I'm excited to see what Sean Gary does tonight. I agree with what Tyler was saying, that this is very lucky who were matched up after our week one performance against the Saints who got smacked in the face by the Carolina Panthers. And Tyler and I, I mean, I know it's a little too early to start calling it, but uh, me and Tyler were kind of high on a certain team that is and 2-0 and Sam Darnold's kicking some ass right now. Yeah, but, uh, and that defense looks um, legit too. Yeah, they do. They really, really do. And speaking of defense, the Packers defense, I don't know. I mean, if we are allowed the fucking Saints to do that, I, I'm afraid what we can allow the Giants to, or the uh, Lions to do. I'm not as sold as you guys are. Like, I'm going to need to see some more on my, because our Packers defense looked horrible. I And I
1: mean, I hope, i mean, I hope you guys, are right.
0: I've Wow. I predict I pick the Packers to win. There's I'm not saying the the Packers are gonna lose, but I like it's it's still a divisional game. the The Lions you most of the times do show up. You know, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a schmacking. I mean, I'm gonna say the Packers win like 35-24. I think it's gonna be closer than what you guys are gonna say. I still think we win comfortably, but not as comfortable as you guys say. Um, I hope it is the way you go, but I still have the Packers winning. But I'm not. After what I saw last week's performance with the Green Bay Packers defense, I don't have any confidence in Joe Barry. He got out-coached and outclassed in every corner, at every turn, at everywhere. And that's what his defenses have been every time he's been a defensive coordinator, which is now the third time he has been one. So he has not learned the previous two times and has not learned over the last couple of years of not being one. So Barry, I, I had to see more for him. And I if Kevin King starts this fucking game every, over Eric Stokes, Joe Barry and company needs to be fucking fired. That's all I got to say, because how Kevin King is still starting to be a- Packers win. And I'm going to go on the defensive side, and I'm going to say Rashawn Gary with three sacks. I really think Rashawn Gary comes out of the ball uh, ball game. That doesn't mean the offensive players don't have feasting somewhere. But I'm going to say Rashawn Gary is coming, having his coming out party to the NFL tonight. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about some games this weekend. And we'll go ahead and start talking about the Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And the Chargers made Dak look like uh, Dak, what he usually looks like. So, uh, Chris, what do you have with your Chargers in the Dallas Cowboys game?
1: Well, not the hook. the hook. I mean, these are the games that Brandon Staley has been brought in to win. And yet, the Chargers, when some bad calls in that game. was I don't get the later I'm quit playing. But, you know what? No, 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 I was going to say, and the Cardinals couldn't do that uh, yesterday afternoon. And, uh, right now, it's just that. Holy shit. You know, like a 56 yard deal while I went to game. Yeah. So, you no, know, I thought that how it was, you know, they played play good enough. The Carsons did, did really well. And I thought it was Daniel good. Um, Rinchon played a little good again. Erwin um,
0: James is looking good.
1: Oh, he's going for the exactly.
0: There you. <laughs> this is the longest we've seen him stay. You know, for a while. So let's keep it uh, up. Uh,
1: it's not on one good. And I mean, you look at right.
0: your defense. You guys should be a top five defense. I mean, Adderley, James, Murray, Tillery, Samuel. I mean, Joseph. I mean, you guys, Boza. We I
1: mean, have one of the highest scoring offenses. To, to say the least, like it's been yeah. good, but it's, take it takes time. This is Brandon Staley's first year. Like right? I, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, he looks more well prepared than than Anthony Lynn though. That's, I'll say hundred percent about that.
0: Well, Anthony Lynn was more of a players' coach than he was ever NFL like coach. Coach, you know,
1: nothing no, against Lynn. Brandon Staley is a uh, attention to detail guy. Which yeah. Is yeah.
0: Yeah, it's what you guys needed. Um, but yeah, I, Herbert, Herbert needs to be better, though. Like, Herbert threw the yards, but he made the mistakes,
1: oh, yeah. too. No, yeah, I, I will. I, I know I have him in my top five, but you no, know, he's going to struggle.
0: Yeah. All right. Talking about struggling and talking about needing not to make the mistakes, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Chicago Bears and Joe Burrow throwing three interceptions on back to back to back throws. So, Tyler, I mean I know your boys came back and almost won, but it was ugly for a while on that offensive side. And I mean, Jamar Chase came in and made a big play and T Higgins, but uh dude, what the hell happened?
2: Higgins, why? Well, first I just want to say that I think yesterday proved that no matter how much you're down and no matter what the situation is, uh you're never really truly out of it with number 9. Um you know, he didn't have a, a good game yesterday. That I will say that the third interception wasn't really much his fault, but the other two he no. made bad throws and and you know, it's gonna happen. To ev- yeah. it happens to everybody. No matter how good or bad you are, everybody makes some but bad Tom
1: throws.
0: Joe but, uh, this is it that third interception is the reason they should have took an offensive lineman in the top five and not Jamar Chase. Well, it was the offensive know, line crashing.
2: The um the thing about about it is, is the the offensive line is obviously still um, a good bit away. But um, I don't know what I don't know what exactly they say the ranking was from this week. But I know after week one, um, both the Bengals tackles were were really really good. Um, they were like apparently two of the only tackles in the league that didn't allow any pressures at all um, with Jonah Williams and uh, Riley Reese. So really, that I think this changed. line is. Yeah, but Ryan, all, was, in all,
1: really good.
2: all in all, all in all, this line really is is got most of its issues more in the interior line than anything else. But you know, I I lost a lot of respect for uh, Zach Taylor this week though because I mean, mm-hmm. just about as vanilla play calling as you can get. I mean, it, it so predictable it was. First down run, second down run, third down pass, over and over and over again. Um, they, he didn't take enough deep shots against a team who got secondary. absolutely alive, absolutely ate alive the last week against the Rams. I mean, they were making making the corners out there look just stupid. Um, and he decided not to take any deep shots until they were down and with, what, a couple minutes left in the game. It's a big time. And Jamar um, Chase a gets problem. a fucking huge touchdown. Yeah. Yes, and, and, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, play calling hurt that game maybe just as much as everything else because you can't be predictable in your play calling. And, and when you when you go out and you see, obviously, you know, they watched the tape of the Rams game, so they knew these corners weren't all that because they were getting blown by like crazy against the Rams. You would think they would have taken a lot more deep shots, not waited until there was two minutes left in the game and you almost had no chance. But I, one more piece I do – what is it? No, go
0: ahead. I'll, I'll finish on
2: one last piece I do have to add, though, is it was interesting to me after the game, Jamar Chase, who I think we all understand is a really good talent, but he is a rookie, um, basically all but called out Zach Taylor saying, hey, um, I think that we, you know, we decided not to take deep shots till it was too late. We didn't take enough deep shots. Well, apparently Zach Taylor had very, very little to say on that comment. And this is the kind of stuff right here that can really um, affect teams, too, is like, I mean, here we are, we got a rookie basically all but calling out the head coach, even though we all know that, you know, the head coach might not be all that, but that can definitely cause some issues, so I think we should definitely keep an eye on that, too. Well, speaking of that front, two things. And uh, by the way, Chase is right, by the way, with what he said. Don't get me wrong, oh, he's right. right, but.
0: So, first things first, Zach Taylor is who me and Chris thought he was. You wanted to defend him at the beginning, you know, at the prediction shows. Zach Taylor is who we think he is. Uh, Zach Taylor is already losing control of that locker room again, like he did the last previous two years at the season. He lo- he he can't control the locker room. He yeah, loses me, control. Yeah,
1: hold on. didn't he have a problem with uh, the Millatins? Yes. And um, everybody, you know, he, can't the, right? he can't control the he can't control
0: the locker room. Every superstar or star on that team who is a captain or the player voice, you know, the person who speaks for the team, speaks out against Zach Taylor.
1: And Every so year, if you're not a player's coach, you have to have a buy in, you have to have something that players buy into. And, and right now, and, and in the last three years, Zach Taylor has not had anything to buy into. And yesterday was quite proven on that one,
0: yeah. And speaking of the deep ball threat in that game, the old I'll give Zach Taylor a quick buyout. And I'm not, I, I know we just I just blasted him, but. It could have been a game plan against a superior defense in the Chicago Bears is that he knows and that the, Ch- the Cincinnati Bengals don't have an offensive line. And he knows that that front set front four, definitely front seven of the Chicago Bears was going to feast on that line, which they did. So he was trying to get the ball out of his court, young quarterback's hands a lot quicker. Meaning he wasn't trying to throw a lot of deep balls or didn't have t- didn't design a lot of deep throughout because he did not trust his offensive line to protect his quarterback. That is what I took away from that game, is that he's not
1: slot- there, click I'm
0: I I agree with you, Chris. I'm just saying that's what kind of coach he is. He he made a game plan, it epically failed, and he did not he did not adjust from it. He stuck to it until it was too late. And Speaking of this game, because we're, we're really just talking about the Cincinnati Bengals because of Tyler and that's his team, but can I just say this about the Bears? The Bears defense is still legit. Don't you got to be scared of them? Way too many people are sleeping on them. But Andy Dalton looked 10 times better than fucking Justin's. I know Andy Dalton got hurt and that's why he got bent. You know, he Justin Fields came into the game, but fuck, Justin Fields, yeah, he was six or 13, 60 yards in the interception and got sacked twice. For minus 27 or 25 yards. He got sacked twice because he was trying to run and make a play. You're not in the fucking college anymore there, bro. You're not going to be able to get away with those fucking plays anymore. Justin Fields is who I think. Justin Fields is not going to be a great NFL quarterback. And it was proven to me this weekend. I know it's only a half a game and it was only 13 receptions or, you know, completion or attempts. It does not matter. Justin Fields was not ready to come into the NFL. There's a reason Andy Dalton was starting in front of him, and we saw why. Because he had he had a – not a wide open, but a pretty easy touchdown to uh, one of his wide receivers in the corner of the end zone on a fade route, and he just easily overthrew him. I mean, he wasn't making the throws. This is the reason why people wanted Justin Fields to wait I
1: mean, it, it, it I'm not trying to put anything away, from you, like, right away from you, but on the front of the then of you, know, like, and, the sure. and, and how how much more doesn't he have with that. He you're, do, you're, I, that I, I, can't,
0: I can't argue. You're right there. But everybody who's pounding and hating the Chicago Bears coaching staff, which we do, because Matt Nagy still has a job. Okay, man. Man, man, Matt man, Nagy is not
1: inspired yet. Yeah. My, but, but, really but, there, in this, right? but
0: everybody was saying he was an idiot
2: to not start fields. There. You saw why he hasn't started fields yet. Well, just to chime in on it, I – at the very least, fields did not look comfortable for sure um he he looked like he was he was on another planet um didn't look comfortable at all um and and the thing about it is, is you know andy dalton i mean if they if they believe that they're a playoff team, which I know that I don't think any of us do unless I'm mistaken um then yeah i mean they they gotta play Dalton because I think we've seen that he's really just not ready yet, and honestly. He might not it's ever be ready, which yeah, he which is kind he of what needed more time. Think. Yeah, yeah. But also, I will say this little tidbit. I I have to. Um, people have to maybe need to realize too. This Bengals defense is a tad bit better. Yes, than people thought I did.
0: Yeah, they are. You're, I was gonna say yeah, that. I was, not gonna, that was, I, was not, I wasn't gonna let your t- your defense get you know. Compl- I wasn't trying to take anything away from your defense. Your defense played fantastic, are and the they only- are better than what.
2: Like the main weakness on this team right now is the fact that we have to start Eli Apple. That is just a travesty. Um, but I mean, seriously, the a woozy guy, the corner, the guy, guy from he's Dallas. There. I mean, he's pretty solid. He's, I mean, the line that uh, Obi Oban Joby, the defensive line yeah. that came from Cleveland. I mean, seriously, they this defense is is better than people thought it would. But at the same Trey time, like just not ready, and he did not look comfortable yesterday. All right, let
0: me just ask you this, guys. When the quarterback rushes, when your quarterback is rushing the ball, what would you want to say his average rushing per attempt should be? Like, you know, he's – like if your quarterback – is
1: Well, Justin
0: Fields. Justin Fields is considered a dual-threat quarterback. Am I incorrect right. by saying that? Okay, so a dual-threat quarterback is Justin Fields. He rushed it 10 times on Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. If I tell you he rushed it 10 times, how many yards would you expect Justin Fields to have? At least, at least 20. He had 31 yards. He was averaging 3.1 yards a carry as a quarterback. The guy who is should be choosing when he's going to run the ball can't get more than three yards a carry.
1: Yeah. At?
0: yeah. Oh, let, you want to see? Let, let's just look. Let's go ahead and look at that really fast. While we're talking about this, let's go uh, to uh, Kansas City.
1: Right.
0: I don't know if Patrick uh, Mahomes he Patrick Owen rushed or ran it one time for starts. I mean, I would, I would have to go. I was going to Russell Wilson really fast. Russell Wilson last game last game ran it for three times for 16 yards. He was averaging over five yards a carry. That's more likely five That's yards a carry.
1: Wilson.
0: Yeah. But let's just – let's go ahead and look at Russell. No stats pulled up because my phone doesn't – Oh. <laughs> uh, let's go to football reference here. Let's see. Russell Wilson for rushing averages. Why is that not showing me his rushing? <laughs> All right. He has over 4,000 yards rushing the ball guy. Wow, His average is 5.6 yards a- attempt on rushing.
1: So he's literally right at his average. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I'm trying to let's just look really quick and see if I can find if Mahomes is even worth it. Look at rushing. Rushing Mahomes. God damn it! Why did it do that? It jumped back up on me. Mahomes rushing attempts. If you really want to use him, is four point seven. He has almost a thousand yards rush. He's not, not as bad. much as. No. Yeah. He, he. It's not. But he. His. His most attempts. Was last year with sixty-two attempts rushing was three hundred and eight yards with an average
1: of five yards. No, no, in the you know Aaron Rodgers style and yeah,
0: okay. So I know. Let's go ahead and get into this because I'm pretty sure this is a decent segment today because I know I'm going to vent and I know Chris said he has to vent. We are bringing you back. Quit playing and uh, let's go ahead and get right into it because I think we talked enough bad about. Justin Fields. So, Chris, should we let Tyler go first with his quit plan? Yeah, he has
2: one. No, you got quit yeah, yeah, I do. Well, Actually, okay. I, I right. had two, and I'm going with one. Bartman, just go with one. All right, Tyler, well,
0: what's your quit plan?
2: Okay, just say I know that I know that um, haters isn't, but just to make sure, your quit plan is not about the taunting penalties, right? That is correct. No. It's not. Okay, cool. Because mine is.
1: Um Go for it. <laughs> okay.
2: yeah, this quit this is a real quick play, and we have got something has to be changed with the damn taunting penalties in the NFL, okay? There's so, so many things wrong with them. the first one is they literally just what was the last year or the year before allow people to actually celebrate touchdowns that they never did. Um, you know, so they're making the no fun league fun again, and then now here we are, now you're not allowed to top players. Which let me let me be honest with you. There's different ways of taunting players. Okay, I saw guys yesterday getting taunting penalties, which by the way is a 15 yard penalty, which is a huge penalty in an NFL game, for literally talking to the other players. Now, granted, I'm not. I know they're not saying, "Hey, want to come over for a picnic," but that's not the point. You know, I I seen guys getting 15 yard penalties for literally just chatting at the other guy after a play, and I also seen guys get one for being all up in their face, clapping, which happened in the Bengals, Bears game. Jamar Chase uh he ended up uh dropping a ball. The I think it was Eddie uh no 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 Deshaun Gibson. He got up in his face, was clapping and, and acting a fool. Okay. I'm I don't want any timing penalties at all. Okay. But the thing about it is is if there's gonna be timing penalties, there's different levels to this. You gotta let the guys who are just talking go. And and, and anybody that's doing the extra stuff is different. You can't be giving teams 15-yard penalties over literally just talking to another player. Um, this is a big-time quit playing for me because this is a huge step back for me with the NFL. Everyone called him the no-fun league forever, and here you are doing this shit again, and it, it's just mind-blowing. Like, like guys, celebra- guys you know, Todd They celebrate. They say things. That's how this thing works, and I just I, – I, I can't be down with these penalties. They suck. So many teams seen it happen to him yesterday. There was one in, in Hater's game, too, and his was the simplest as well. Keenan Allen legit was just talking to the dude and got a penalty. It, it, it's bullshit. They need to do something about it because people are people are definitely uh, upset, upset about it. Players and obviously coaches, but fans as well.
0: Yeah. Speaking of that really fast, just so everybody knows, you can go to – at my sports update, or go to at Brunelli Sports because I just retweeted from at my sports update. He did a nice little over one minute video of all the horrible taunting plays on Twitter, and yeah, they're they're really horrible. I'm a hundred percent with Tyler there. I mean, you can go yeah, there we and
1: have, watch. We can also that on a, on a Twitter too.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely retweet it so everybody can see it and just see some of these horrible taunting calls. Like, I I, I was waiting to see the bad one in the Cincinnati Bengals one. The Von Bell one is just – like, I just watched that. And I was like, wait, where, where, what are you calling? What what the hell are you calling? Like, all of them were horrible. I mean, some of them were a little bit, like you said, but, but it's and going back to – It
1: used to be that they would let this snow, and then would let it go for like almost the whole and then they would call something. It's it, it not too – to uh, rally, but now the no fun. And then and it's that.
0: Yeah, I will. Yeah, it really back to it. Hopefully, this changes because hopefully the NFL says something because this was god awful. Don't take you changed You you made this number rule so players could be you know express themselves with their favorite numbers or you know their numbers from all the way back to high school, and you're trying to change the league to make it more fun, and then. You allow that to happen over this weekend with all the injuries and then now with those horrible taunting calls. Like I know Chris is going to talk about it later, but he needs to bring it up on both levels, not just the one level he's speaking on again that we keep bringing up every year. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and jump into my quit plane. I'm going to try to keep it sweet. This might lose just some listeners or some followers or whatever. Definitely probably what? on my Twitter. Uh-huh. Fuck the Buffalo Bills. And fuck oh. the COVID fucking mandatory tests that come to a football game. Fuck you and fuck the Buffalo Sabres too because they fall suit with the Buffalo Bills. Are you fucking kidding me? If you are over oh. above. No, hold on. Hold on. No.
1: The, Chargers, the, the LA Chargers
0: and the thing. Fuck the Chargers too then. That doesn't shock me with LA. That does not fucking shock me. But. It, it, the, the, the Bills fucking started this. You are now, if you want to go to a football game, you are required by the Buffalo Bills and apparently the Los Angeles teams, you have to show a vaccination card that you are received your first, first dose of vaccination or you're completely vaccinated to go to attend the game. You are completely now segregating a whole section of the United States and people who cannot or do not want to receive the vaccine. I am pro-vaccine. I'm pro-non-vaccine. I don't care. I receive my vaccination. I am not saying I'm against the vaccination, but I am against a business and people saying you can't do something or go somewhere without getting a vaccination. Listen to me. If the people who don't have a vaccination, make them wear the mask. Make them do something. Give them an option. Don't say you're not allowed you can't come to our stadium and watch your team because guess what? We don't want – like you're just – you're completely abandoning your fans and saying, well, you know what? We don't want you because you don't have your vaccination. Like that's a person's choice. And now you're telling them that they can't come to your games because you don't want them there? Fuck you. All right? Fuck, I, I understand it's a business and a business has – but give the person who doesn't want or might have medical reasons they can't get it. Yes, there are still medical reasons why you can't get the vaccination. If they can't get it or don't want it, give them another option. Don't completely fucking outcast them and black sheet them and say you can't come to our fucking stadium anymore and watch our your team who you pay and the reason you're, you know we can have this is because you buy merchandise. You buy tickets to the game. You buy uh, concessions when you're here. You're the reason we have this league and this team. And now you're going to start abandoning your fans and saying certain fans can't come to your stadium and enjoy their team. Fuck you. That's all I gotta say. Quit fucking playing. And that is some fucking bullshit by the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. That's it. I'm off.
1: All right. So I will say that I don't know about Buffalo, but for a soapbox engine, you can get a helmet test. And if you have a helmet test within the last 12 hours or 24 hours after that, you can get if you have a negative. COVID-ness. that's respectable i take back from the
0: Chargers and the rams i take that back
1: that, that's not really the really bills well. had no
0: options it was you have a vaccination or you can't come
1: for, uh,
2: hey. you guys are what was that because i say this it's still fucking america for god's sake and if it, it matter of fact if i even if i had the vaccine which i do not if i had the vaccine and i was a bill's fan I wouldn't go to the stadium just out of principle, to be honest with you. I, 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 I'm kind of with do. you on that, there, Tyler. I, I agree with little B. I would. Off the Bills and any other team that makes you show a vaccination card. By the way, nothing.
1: Um, that, that nothing.
2: And this is not an right.
0: ex, this is not an anti-vax fucking podcast. This is not an anti-vax statement. This no, is just
1: well, no, no, well, yeah. you, you know, Yeah. To you to
0: do Amen. You have the right to do what you want to do. If you don't want it, don't get it. If you want it, go get it. I'm all about it for both parties. But all right, Chris, get into now your quick play.
1: My quick play. Uh, I'm going to sum up the whole weekend um the, the ones are getting out. I don't know what happened. I, I think they got together. They all got together. Holland football, let league Weapons, together, and then said, how can we see? And then and then and then it happened. Where the Mississippi of game where, the, where there were two players on the field with the same goddamn number <laughs> and no one told it that by the other family. And then on that same play, but there was single Call the third hit and then rule really, uh, it a fumble when he fumbles the ball. No, 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 he kneeled down with the ball. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't see you, how you
0: said it. I didn't see that play. I so when you, you said it that, I
1: like, was not like, you it. You didn't the okay, I'm falling. I apologize, but still, it's like, and then the hit, the, the hit, the hit, the you know, right, replay, I, I don't say, I don't understand it, and, 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 and then in the replay. And the Titans and Seahawks game, what the hell are we doing here? What are we doing? That Anthony Browns hat was a uh, oh, hex. That hat was a hex. It was a touchdown. But no. The, have in, to, the, the rest
0: have, took nine points off the board from the Titans. And
1: yeah, the Titans It's from the late and over time. It in a touchdown. Like, Why? we we also have we played at net Hall, right? That uh, are clear and obvious. That's not clear and obvious. That's what it is. Quit playing with this. Come on. I don't know what answers anymore. Again. I don't
0: know what a, pl- a penalty is.
1: I don't know what a penalty is You know, it's not going to No, yeah, target. I mean,
0: we say this every year. I mean, I know we've only been around for over a year now, but every week it feels, it feels like years because we keep talking about it. The refs need to be held responsible just like the if you're if the refs are gonna dictate games like they have been doing, then you need to find them, you need to spend them, you need to do something to make sure they call a fair game. And, and
1: fucking in the have- game, sorry, and the closing man, that hold a button and little ship, let's finally and the little ship is two men in motion that you not set. set. That closes only have one man in motion. And he and set and the ball. That's not even fit. What? Yeah. It, it's fit, it's fit, it's fit in. And still, and still, and still, and still, and also, you know, that, you know, now, but, but still, what the reason of these games, and the fact that Lofman's hands are Lofman's leaves on spots like that is makes me wonder.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but something needs to be done about the refs. He's a control. Um before we move on to uh Thursday night predictions and we're yeah we're going to be Thursday night,
1: Thursday night
0: uh, before i can can i can't, I can't th- think of it right now it's actually a decent game if i remember correctly the packers have their starting secondary healthy the question is and the one that matt lafour refused to answer is if kevin king will be the starter or eric stokes will actually get this play and he refused to answer isn't that
1: question eric, isn't eric stokes the first round hit
0: Yes, yes. He was our we Uh, we overdrafted uh, Eric Sturks in the first round to replace Kevin King, who got burnt in the NFC Championship game, and they got burnt in the New Orleans Saints game, and yet they keep playing him. I don't.
1: Okay, we can't go down that. Don't. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay.
0: It is the Carolina Panthers versus the Houston Texans. So how the teams have been playing for the Panthers, which I'm excited to actually sit down and watch because the Panthers have been on during other games and they're blacked out on my Sunday ticket. And I don't feel like going back and forth between Hulu and Sunday ticket. So I haven't watched a lot of the Panthers just here and there. Definitely the highlights. So the Carolina Panthers versus the Houston Texans is this Thursday night football game. Will Tyrod Taylor be ready? If not, Davis Mills gets, we'll probably get the start. The Houston Texans have already come out and said that Deshaun Watson will not play; he will not be active. So the Houston Texans are probably going to be looking for a, another quarterback to bring in. That's pretty big news that Watson. So if all these quarterbacks are going down like they are, like does Miami finally make the push for Deshaun Watson in company? Does the, do the the Indianapolis Colts make a call? We'll see. But
1: I don't know if you're in the
0: Yeah, but Houston versus Carolina. I'll go ahead and start. Carolina's Panthers defense have looked legit. Um, Sam Darnold is playing out of his mind, away from Adam Gates, as me and Tyler expected him to do. Uh, DJ Moore's having a hell of a beginning of the season. Christian McCaffrey is a workhorse. We all know this. I think this is an easy win for the Carolina Panthers to go 3-0 and and still be one of the only undefeateds in the league. And I'm going to say that this is going to be somewhat of an easy win Definitely, if Davis Mills is the starting quarterback, I'm going to say it's going to be a 35 to 10 14 score with Christian McCaffrey running away with the MVP for the game.
2: Tyler, what do you have? Well, first I just got to say I love being right. I just do <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I I just I love it. Everything about me, I just I I, I love being right because these Panthers are making me look like a genius, like I knew I am. But anyway, oh, in this game, I don't, I, mean, Tyrod, I don't think Tyrod Taylor's playing this game for what it's worth. So I'm, a, I'm just going to roll with that. It's uh, Davis Mills, um, who did not look good uh, when he stepped in. Um, I mean, this defense is, I think, legit. Uh, yeah, they're young, but yeah, they're young and super, super talented. And I think they're going to bring it on Thursday night, offense, defensively. Texans have no chance. They're gonna look like the team that we all thought they would—like a one-win, two-win team. Um, I got Carolina winning this one big time, thirty-one to nine. All right, Chris. All right. So
1: we're saying James no, is not is gonna start. So uh, yeah, I'm betting yeah, the morning. Uh game. Lose by the pony. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that's the the that down from and you know what? I'm going to pick the rookie corner from South Carolina. J.C. Horn. Nice.
0: I like it. Well, gentlemen, we did a fantastic job today. We uh got up, wrapped this episode off pretty quick because that is all we have on the docket this week. So we thank you for listening to the All-Time Mr. Podcast. This is yours truly, Little B, at Brunelli Sports.
1: Chris. Yo, this is the Haley at SuperCamp 33. We will come back next week to the top five defensive players like the Vicky. We cannot get this week of the pattern League.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: My- Don't forget to go on some of the all-time Mr. Podcast at 18Mrs. Pod. Don't forget to like and subscribe. On iTunes and Spotify. Tyler? Yeah.
0: Uh-
2: just to everybody know who day and it's officially Steelers week so fuck them and their uh yellow towels they can shove them up their ass uh and you can follow them where at. <laughs> thank you that's,
1: thank that's you all that's, that's
0: definitely <laughs> don't forget to the your dash driver have a great night and have a great week